we engage our most disruptive students in our lessons? How do we empower them in a constructive way so that they can provide, they can have some sort of input into the lesson that will help them keep them focused and motivated and not disrupting other students? Now, sometimes just giving a student a role or responsibility can help them focus and be motivated in lessons and it can reduce the likelihood of disruptions in your lessons um, because you're giving them the floor basically or allowing them to get the attention from the students in a more productive, constructive, better way. Um, so in this episode I'm going to talk about the different things that we can do to provide our students, not just the disruptive ones, but the ones that we think are losing focus, not motivated, some sort of role responsibility to help them keep them motivated, keep them focused on tasks so that we have less disruptions in our classroom, create that positive learning environment that's conducive to students making progress. So get them to lead group discussions. So when you're having group work, group discussions, nominate that student to lead that discussion. And then when it comes to the, stu- the groups delivering their viewpoints to the rest of the class, when you ask the, each group to give viewpoints from discussion that student can be the person to deliver that to you to tell you um, what the group talked about so that they're again they're getting that attention that they probably are craving if they're disrupted they want to be the class clown and act up they're getting that attention that they want in a more constructive way um, and it means they're less likely to disrupt students as a result so in a PE lesson what I've done is I've got them to be a mini coach so if I've got a student who is can be quite disruptive, even if, not, even if they're not fantastic at sport, I've given that them that opportunity to be a mini coach because you don't have to be a great sportsman, a great player to be a great coach. And I've seen students over the years who have been disengaged, barely brought their kit, hated PE, but when I gave them a role of actually working with a group or working with another student and helping, supporting that student and giving them feedback, they shone. They were really, really good at it. So in a PE lesson, that's what I do. I'd get them to lead a group and maybe a group warm-up. If I put them in groups and get them to do a group warm-up, I'll get them to lead that warm-up. Sometimes they thrive with leading the warm-up for the whole class. Um, So definitely have that student that may be disengaged, maybe more disruptive, get that student to lead the group, lead a group discussion in some way, shape or form so they've got something positive to work towards. Make the students responsible for certain things, responsible for routines, whether it's, for example, giving out books at the start of lesson, collecting books, giving out resources, some sort of responsibility to help you in the lesson. Um, I've got students, mostly my disruptive students, writing on the board for me because, again, it's given them something to focus on. It's given them something to do other than lose focus and disrupt because they're bored. So I've given them the task to do. And I go, oh, can you help me out, please? I really need you to write on the board for me. Um, you'd be brilliant. You're, you're, you're writing so much neat in mind. You'd be so good at it. And just big them up a little bit, praise them for it. Um, because they thrive off that. They thrive off that attention. I've done that so many times with my disruptive students um, and the students that lose focus and get disengaged quite easily. And they love it. They love it. They thrive on it. And I get them to select students to give them answers to write on the board as well. So give them a little bit of... Um, give them a little bit of responsibility, like make them like a mini teacher, a mini coach, like I said in the PE lesson, where they take some sort of ownership in the lesson. They feel like they've got, they're having some sort of important input into your lesson. Maybe in a practical PE lesson, I've done it on the boards where I've had the 
will disrupt the students, especially because they haven't got kit. And that's what tends to happen. We have students that maybe the most disruptive don't bring their PE kit because they hate PE and want to do PE, so, so they disrupt the lesson. Um, but I've had them writing on the board. I've had them selecting students to analyze, not writing the student's name, but writing A, B, C, or person A, B, C. And they write some information for me on the board. They analyze them. And when we do group discussions, again, P lesson, they do a mind map for me on the whiteboard. So it's really important to give our students roles and responsibilities, especially when they're, they're the ones that are gonna be more disengaged because they're struggling to engage with the content or they struggle to, um, they struggle to take part in the lesson, complete the work because they're not in, they're not motivated. They don't enjoy it. So give them something to look forward to, something they can basically stick their teeth into and thrive with, so that they feel like they're part of the class. They feel like they're having a big impact and a positive impact to the learning of other students. So plan for them to lead in different ways. Um, it could be, like I said, writing students' points on the board. It could be being a quiz master. If your students love quizzes, my students loved Kahoots, absolutely loved them. Um, so I'd have a student basically being my quiz master, leading the quiz, leading the Kahoot. Um, and then I'd get them to give the answers at the end, if it's obviously not a Kahoot quiz, if it's a different quiz that I've created, I'd get them to give the answers to the students at the end. And they thrive off that. So plan for it in your lessons, because that would look really good as well as if you're, if you're a trainee or an e or an ECT in terms of your observations. And that's what I did. Um, and to be fair, I still do it now. So, but I did it a lot back in the day where I would actually plan for specific students in my lesson plan, I actually write down their initials and what I'm going to get them to and why. Because then it shows my observer, oh, she's, she's actually thought about this, she's considered what she's going to do to help this student access the lesson, to help this student focus and um, be motivated to learn the lesson and thrive in the lesson. So actually plan for them within your lesson planning because it actually it makes it easier for you as well because you don't lose focus of where you're going, what you're doing, not suddenly think on the spot, how am I going to get the student um, involved in my lesson and motivated and engaged in my lesson. So actually plan for it for that student in your lessons. Make them a team leader, like I said, in terms of group discussion and mini coach, make them a team leader where they're in charge of the team when it comes to solving a problem or overcoming a challenge. So it can be any problem or challenge that you set in your class. So for example, when I taught P, I taught problem solving before, I've created a problem solving task and they were my sort of captain who were the ones who basically communicated with their team, got their viewpoints, and then they made the decision in the end of what to do to overcome that problem or complete that challenge. Um, so again, it's really, really great skills that you're getting your students to focus on and work on here in terms of communication, teamwork, problem solving, being responsible, decision-making, evaluating, analyzing. So it's all these skills that you're helping your students strengthen and develop but by giving those students who are more disengaged or more disruptive um, that task, to be that team leader, to help their team overcome this problem, overcome this challenge, that can be a big win for you and from that for that student, big tick. And all of these things that you're planning for your students, all of these responsibilities and roles that you're allowing them to have and take part, to be control of in the lessons, in the long run, it's going to benefit you and that student. It's going to change their perspective of the lesson, and even of you. Maybe they haven't had a good relationship with you in the, in the past. It can help build them that relationship and make a more positive relationship. But in the long run, it's going to benefit you and your student so much more 
because it's going to increase their self-esteem, their motivation. They're going to be more motivated, more inclined to want to engage and take part. And they'll even put their hand up for think more things. And they'll say, oh, Miss, can I do that? Or so can I do that? But they'll actually want to take on more responsibility and more roles in your lessons. So these are different ways that we can engage our disruptive students and those students that aren't motivated, don't enjoy lessons, don't enjoy a subject, so that they can thrive in some way, shape or form and feel like they're having some sort of impact, impact um, in your lesson um, and having a positive effect on the classroom environment and the learning of other students in your lessons. Um, so please don't forget to follow and leave me a review and rating in iTunes. And if you'd like more content on effective strategies to help you um, on your journey to becoming an outstanding teacher, I've got hours worth of content on my membership site, Thames Teaching Tips. There is a link somewhere below this episode where you can access my membership site. Like I said, hours worth of content that you can delve into, you can delve deeper into different strategies to help you improve your classroom management, strengthen your skills, improve your confidence um, and achieve your outstanding teacher status. So until next time, keep on inspiring and keep on changing young lives. Thank you.